You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. What's up, everybody? It is Broman. It is Ask Broman. This is the last episode of 2017, and it is also episode 25. All right, so here we are, December 31st. It's 2 p.m. Eastern. We are live on Twitch, and we are going, okay, going in hard. Uh, Last questions for 2018 or 2017, going into 2018. Uh, Each and every one of you who have participated in this crazy journey so far, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, If you're, if, if, let's fucking go, man. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's get this guy in here. I just want to do it. Just want to get in. Uh, this is True Killer 250. What's up? This is episode 26, by the way, not 25. Sorry, oh. episode 26. I fucked up. Hey, True Killer, how are you, my friend? Uh, I can't hear you. Oh, True Killer can't hear me, which means True Killer needs to make sure uh, that he has the right audio device selected so that the my voice comes out of his headphones and not oh. anywhere else is what he needs to do. Okay, got it. what's up my friend pretty good how about you i am i'm doing wonderful oh shoot this okay this is uh, my heart's racing um calm down it's okay man it's all good (laughs) no it's all good okay um just want to say happy new year happy new happy new year's eve to you as well my friend absolutely so my question is when i was going around like twitch and uh with emotes and stuff uh, i have a friend that's almost to affiliation and um and he doesn't know like should he do his own emotes or oh. should he look for uh, someone that's like an, in art an artist like, well yeah. uh, it depends i mean that, that uh, it's a very personal decision and question for him right so yeah. if you're if you're listening and you don't have no idea what twitch is um on Twitch, one of the perks that you can provide folks in your chat room is like emotes. They can be silly shit. They can be fun shit. Uh, it can be whatever you want. Um, and it's it's uh, your emotes are sort of like your uh, advertising card to the rest of Twitch. Like, hi, I exist. Here's my funny ass emotes. Um, it's what Twitch views as your product when somebody subscribes. So now that we've got that covered. Okay. Is your friend uh, uh is your is your friend like like what kind of person are they? See that's the question is I don't I don't know enough about them. I um, always recommend working with an artist if you're shitty at art, but also if you're shitty at art, that can be your leverage. Like you can do your fucking emote in MS Paint and it can just be terrible on purpose. And there's value in that too. Okay. Uh well, he's an artist himself. Like I got into uh, him to um twitch and um and thanks to you like he's been watching your broadcasts and uh, have really helped him to like motivate himself to like try out um broadcasting and stuff so uh yeah so he's an artist himself so i'm like trying to um maybe just lead him towards making your own (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean like if he is an artist if he is an artist him making his own emotes is is huge you know like it's it's a way for him to showcase his art around the internet it is also 
a really big profit center that if he's not already accessing that for himself, it's a huge opportunity. Uh, if he has the ability to make emotes, they're, you know, with Twitch exploding and custom emotes becoming kind of a very in-demand feature for a lot of channels, being able to create good uh, channel art, being able to make really good emotes is going to be a huge part of Twitch going forward and probably other platforms as well, because that's I mean, it's a it's a form and and a factor that's being adapted by other platforms as well. Okay. Um, and I have one more other question. So you say you uh, you can uh, just bring out all your channel like everywhere, spread the word about your channel. Yeah, try so- to try and yeah, try to match your distribution to the scope that you want to have. So making sure that you are putting your content out in as many different places as possible uh, that, you know, that that you have time to do in your day. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it be a good idea to post it on, like, Xbox feed and then PlayStation? Because they have their own feed channel, too, or something Absolutely. Like that. Uh, you know, I don't know much about the discoverability metrics coming off the back of that, but that doesn't really matter. Like just because somebody watches you on their Xbox feed, like, damn, look at this sick clip. Like if your sick clip on Xbox gets uh, a million views or something like that, people are going to start looking for, well, who, who made this? Where did it come from? Uh, Which is one of the big reasons why, especially as a gamer, I recommend matching your gamer tag to all of your socials. So that way people are like, Oh, well, you know, Oh, captain, captain dick ass 52 made this. So I just Google Captain Dickass 52 and oh, look, there's a switch channel, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Because if you don't like so that that's a situation where it could be really difficult for people to discover you if you don't have things integrated like that. Uh, And one of the big reasons why I would recommend that you do so so that way you don't miss out on an opportunity like that. You know, one of my biggest regrets is my YouTube channel, which I am continuously trying to rebrand as slash bro man or slash professor broman is slash ben wca because back when i started my twitch channel uh i set up export to that channel and then twitch wouldn't let me change it you know what i mean it was very uh very frustrating so make sure your buds got everything set up and then yeah go hard man anywhere you can put something and get exposure uh i would recommend doing any especially If you're streaming from a console, it takes like two seconds to share it to a feed, right? Like, I mean, it's so fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for questions wise. Sure. And do you do you want to shout out your channel or your buds channel or whatever you're you're doing stuff uh, on? So, like my buds channel, he's trying to set it up. So this year for like 2018, he wants to start streaming. So that feels like his um his goal is to uh, set up as soon as it becomes like 2018 or somewhere in January. But I feel um, you. you can guys uh, find me at uh, twitch.tv slash truekiller502. And you can find me also on Twitter, truekiller205. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have a fantastic new year. Yeah, you too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, dude. Um, that's, you know, that's like the emote question is so tough. Uh, I would recommend if you are an artist and you are out there and you're listening to this and you don't even know what Twitch is, check out Twitch, learn what emotes are, 
it can be a massive profit center. Like it is, it is a way to monetize your work. It's become standard to pay for emotes on Twitch right now. Uh, so like if you're out there and you're an artist and you're not paying attention to Twitch as a, a potential place for you to like make some revenue, uh, whether or not that's your end game. Uh, I know it's hard when you're coming up as an artist to get, uh, to get things off the ground, especially like monetization wise. But the quick story about the artist I started working with, uh, Ugu Bear, and you can check her out at, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash Ugu Bear. She's, she's everywhere. It was like two U's and then a G and then Bear. Um, she started doing emotes for me and a couple other broadcasters that, you know, we had some notoriety. And when she started, she was charging something like, uh, God, I want to say it was like $25 an emote. And now uh, she charges 50 and I pay her more than that because I always want, you know, quick access to the work. But the she is so in demand now that she'll have to take a whole bunch of commissions, close them, spend two months working all of her commissions out and then open them back up again. Um, so it's a really if you're an artist and you do any sort of like, you know, like caricatures or comics or whatever. Twitch is a great place for you to kind of do a side hustle to fund your other dreams, or you could make it the whole game if you want for a little while now. Uh, either way, the more emotes as an artist that you can create or generate, the it's a fucking calling card that millions of users have the potential of seeing. Uh, and if you are an artist, it would be a really smart hack to get your art out there, uh, getting it in front of people, because when people see a good emote on twitch everyone always asks who the fuck made that where are they can i find them um and you will the potential is limitless i've seen it work for a lot of folks and uh, if you're not paying attention to it it's a really really smart move um if you do again if you do comic style art or if you do anime style art or whatever it's a great way to get your art out there and make a little money on the site as well while you gain recognition it's just a fucking 100% positive bonus play all the way around and I highly highly recommend it highly recommend it alright let's grab somebody else in here this is uh let's get hidden let's get hidden hey hidden what's up my guy I think guy gal lady man Apache attack helicopter snowman hello hello hey hidden what's up What's going on? Not much, my friend. What can I do for you? I'm doing fantastic. Had a couple questions for you. Oh, all right. All right. I think that what I'm supposed to do now is answer them. <laughs> I think that's how all it right, works, right? Let's go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So um, one of my biggest things that I've not really heard on, on, on the show before is um, getting the maximum potential from a stream deck. Uh, okay suggestions tips tricks what what would you recommend okay so um first of all i'll i'll walk it back so everybody knows where we're coming from so there's a piece of hardware that came out recently it's made by uh the company elgato they make capture cards and things like that uh called the stream deck and it's a a little usb launch pad that you can plug into your computer and it fully integrates like every possible feature you could have on your your stream it'll It'll switch scenes. It'll control chat commands. You can use it for audio cues, overlay cues. You can use it to control your music. Uh, you could use it to control your microphone. Basically, 
anything that you want on your stream to have instant access to, um, it it helps. It helps you go in and it helps you go out of of whatever you want. Uh, adding a lot more of control for like a pretty low price point. And I'm not sponsored by Elgato, by the way. Um, so that's how, yeah, that's how, (laughs) but that's how it works. Okay. As a broadcaster, this is a piece of hardware that I actually wish was around for a long time because before this you had to set macros on your keyboard Mm -hmm. and that means you're consuming potential playable (laughs) macro playable keys on your keyboard uh, to increase your, you know, your, the quality of your stream. So, and it, it just, it, it fucking sucked. So anyway, uh, what I, this is how I use it. I use it for a couple things primarily. I'll use it for visuals so that I can add like, you know, a comedic flair to it. I, I have different scenes and things like that. Uh, and then I also use it for any sort of promotional things that I'm running. If people are talking about, People are talking about, uh, you know, like, oh, what's your Instagram? And I'll just hit the button that, that promotes my Instagram and chat. Or what's your podcast? And I'll hit the button that promotes my podcast and chat. Your coffee company. I'll do the same thing. Um, I I use it primarily to answer questions faster than chat or my moderators can. Because I have attention deficit disorder. And if I see a question in my chat room that goes longer than two seconds being unanswered, it makes me want to have a fucking aneurysm. So I hit the button. Uh, so that's how I use it. Uh, I've I've seen other implementations where uh, if you have a, a certain tweet, like if you're doing a sponsored stream and you have to tweet out very specific language for that stream, um, you you end up doing the sponsored tweet and you have it loaded in your stream deck. So all you have to do is hit a button instead of uh, instead of, you know, like, OK, guys, let me pause the stream and type all this bullshit in and type all this other shit in and then change my title. You can automate all of that action you know you can do that before your stream starts hit the button out goes your tweet changes your stream title uh you know starts your promotional timer and chat all that stuff uh i'm a huge fan of using it for automation so Mm -hmm. i would say if you are a new broadcaster okay or even if you're a professional broadcaster like uh this stream deck can replace a lot of professional hardware uh so if you're kind of going into mid-level production uh, on the audio video side, this is definitely something you could use in lieu of spending like $10,000 on equipment to, to manage a broadcast if you put enough time into it ahead of time. Uh, I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, and like if you're setting it up, set up your chat, com- uh, your your social promotion, anything that you want people to watch or anywhere else that you want people to check you out. You should have um, you should have a button on your stream deck for that hundred uh, percent. First thing you should do. Two, you should automate all of your scenes. So, however many scenes you have on your stream, you need to have at least one button dedicated to that stream uh, or that scene. And then three, uh, have an on-off button for every source that you're using. So, your microphone be able to turn it on, turn it off. Your camera on, off. Your capture card on, off. Um, if you set all of those things up, it's going to do two things. One, you're going to get really familiar with what the piece of hardware can do. And then two, uh, you'll have easy access to any sort of like random interruption or, or, you know, quick idea that you may have to add impact to whatever you're saying. Yeah. The, um, 
turning on and off sources was something I hadn't thought of. I've got the the, the different scenes and, and everything else pre-set up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the sources is a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, source, sources is huge. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, other than that, it, it provides a lot of creative value. Like, there's a lot of potential there that I think ha- has been yet to has been realized or yet to be realized mm-hmm. about, you know, just how powerful the piece of hardware is. But being able to take something that would, you know, used to take another human being to do mm-hmm. to produce for your stream and automate it with a little bit of front loaded time before your channel is is just huge. So aside from those basic tips, I would say after that, it's your turn to get creative and turn it into something that works for your channel. Yeah, and then I know um, uh, Streamlabs just came out with uh, integration with it too. Hmm. And I, I've, I've not, I'm not jumped into that. Yet. I haven't fucked around with that e- either, and uh, now I feel like a dipshit for not knowing. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely dive into that so I can, I can let you know through sweet. practice how to, how to best implement that as well. Live and learn. Live and learn, man. Um, you got to do it. You got to do it, or you actually don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Uh, one one other thing to where you're really huge on um, multiple forms of social media and and getting your name out there and everything. And one yeah, thing I'm yeah, not yeah, heard yeah. What, on on the podcast is um, stream teams, like uh, partnered stream teams and and that kind of thing. What what are your thoughts or take hot take on uh on those? Sorry, one more time. Uh, like stream teams for like stream teams. Sorry, stream teams, mm-hmm. stream teams, stream teams, like, stream teams. You know, she snaps the pizza party and uh, yeah. Okay, and so, so um, I have two primary thoughts. Okay, two primary thoughts. One uh, is I'm going to push back against what Twitch common knowledge is. Okay, so the common knowledge on Twitch is you need to be on a great stream team and you need to cross promote. And it's going to help you so much. And if you're on a team, you're just going to grow forever. And it's going to make your fucking day. That is bullshit. Um, I agree. Okay. So being on a team, just like being on any social media team. Okay. Uh, it, it it has it has value. All right. But uh, it only has as much value as the leader and the other team members have. So... There are people who use stream teams. You mentioned the pizza party, right? Which is, uh, that's run by She Snaps, who's, you know, a friend of mine. She uses that as a networking core for a lot of her her viewers and any of her friends that broadcast. So it becomes like a focal point of positivity. Um, and it provides an easy way for folks to interact uh, on a broadcaster level in the Twitch space so that, you know, cross promotion is easy. I think stuff like that's great. Um, and if you want me to get real, ah, fuck it, we'll get in depth. So I have a Twitch team as well. <laughs> it's called the Wobblers. When we formed the Wobblers, uh, the goal was to take a team of broadcasters that desired, uh, you know, growth, success and all that other stuff and work together to try and sort of turn it into a brokering agent for us to not only help each other grow our channels, but for us to be able to. Uh, like do things like acquire sponsorships. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like a miniature MCN and, you know, so I had a lot of dreams about it. I had a lot of focus. I was getting ready to file for an LLC and all this other stuff. And then I learned a really important lesson when it all fell apart. All right. So we had this conversation 
with uh, everyone who was on the team. And, you know, I said, listen, uh, I'm about to set up all these, you know, articles of incorporation, all this other stuff, getting getting ready to be real legal about it. Right. And I I wanted to set up a proof case. So I found out how comfortable everyone was with certain types of promotion. So I, I, I crafted a scenario that I thought was like a foolproof scenario, right? Uh, so we go and uh, uh, we decide as a team that we want to get sponsored by, let's say, Kia. And Kia wants to put a watermark in the corner of your stream and they'll pay you $10,000 a month for that watermark. Okay. Seems like a simple yes, correct? Mm-hmm. That's $120,000 a year for a watermark on your stream. Well, uh, there were people on the team who were incredibly uncomfortable with that and said they would never do it. And that blew my mind, but I learned an important lesson. And that lesson is, um, you know, if you're working on a team, everyone's values need to be completely aligned. Uh, and you need to make sure that you focus on the places where you are all aligned. And if you have an idea that goes outside of the team's scope, you don't need to get in there and try and force it on the rest of the team. You just need to develop something outside of it. <laughs> um, how do you feel about that? No, no, I, I agree to where like I, I love the pizza party. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on that stream team and I, I look at those kind of stream teams as um, a good platform for um you know, multi-streams and other people to play with that that also stream and so forth. Um, it's just to where you'll see a lot of, um, like, Twitter's full of the hashtag stream teams that yeah. are the, the whole follow. Hashtag support follow. smaller streamers, hashtag yeah. all this other shit. Yeah, um, and <sighs> those are a mess. And Yeah, I, it is a mess. Uh, you know, there there's a lot of, uh, like I said, and this is why I started it with this, there is a lot of common knowledge that people assume about Twitch, right? And almost all of it is wrong on the face of it because people assume that uh, because they look at someone else and they assume, okay, this person has X, Y, and Z. And so I need X, Y, and Z for my success. And that's just not true. Okay. Uh the reality is those people have X, Y, and Z because especially if they're successful, those things played to their strengths and it helped them progress. Those those things that play to another broadcaster's strengths might be your greatest individual weakness. Um, so if you try and implement them, it'll come off as tone deaf. Your content will suffer. It will look like crap. And uh, I mean, ultimately, it just won't work. Ultimately, it just won't work. So uh, my my suggestion with stream teams is if you're if you're looking into starting one, have a solid focus in the beginning and don't ever expect anything more out of it than that. Um, yep. And that's it. Uh, the most successful stream teams are teams of people who have channels of equivalent size uh, and have channels of equivalent interest. Uh, so, you know, if you have one person on the channel that has a million followers and everyone else has 10, uh, it's not really going to help anybody out. Mm-hmm. But and I've been working on getting and you'll want to tune in for this, too. Um, there is a stream team that's run by uh, my my buddy, Kevin, called The Network. Mm-hmm. And 
they have managed to go from a team of people where no one was partnered to a team of people where every single person is partnered. So uh, there will be a lot of insight on that episode. I think we're going to be doing it in late January. Great. Yeah, so please tune in for that one or listen for that one as well. Uh, it'll be really interesting. But for now, it, I think stream teams are awesome. It's a tool, but it needs to be used correctly. Yeah. And, and that's usually, you know, the first place I look for whenever mine's ending and I'm like, okay, who am I going to go host next is that that's where I look first is with those stream teams and yeah. see who else. And it's not, you know, to where if I'm, I'm streaming with X, Y number of people, I'm not going to go and, and raid Lupo or whoever, whoever's on that, that top of the bracket. I'm looking for somebody that's equal and equivalent. And, and that way if, cause you know, adding 10 people to, a 500 view stream is is not not necessarily nothing but when you add 10 people to a 10 person view stream you're exactly. literally doubling their numbers and that that's what i like about it um, exactly and um with with all the social media stuff too have you have you dug into um ifttt the the if that then this applications no please explain Ooh, you don't know those um, so I mean, it's all I know automated. What that, I mean, I know what that is, like mm-hmm. as far as from a programming standpoint, but I don't, uh, sure. I don't, I'm not aware of whatever implication you're you're talking about. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So like, um, like I haven't really dug into it a lot. I learned a lot from uh, from Dammit Bennett. Um, he, he's always you know high up on on the, the new stuff for streaming, but uh, it's to where like when I go live, um, it automatically shares a tweet. Um, it automatically shares a Facebook post. Um, I've not looked at, at Instagram yet to see if that's something I can add. Um, when I, I get a follower and I'm live on stream, my Philip Hughes smart lights automatically change a color. Um, okay. and it's just autumn. It's, it's, you know, related to the stream deck to where it's automating some things that would normally take something else to do. So is this a, is this a program that you can download on your computer? Um, it is a, um, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily a program. Like, let me see if I can, I'll link you here. Uh, ifttt.com slash discover. Okay. And (laughs) all kinds of automated apps and everything else. Um, but it's, it's almost unlimited the literally the only thing that i've not been able to find to do with it um when i'm digging in is automating a an alert related to like an extra life donation or or, or something okay i understand i see all back in stuff um so just on the face of it and i've literally just looked at it essentially this is a program that allows you to design custom automation for anything that is happening Mm -hmm. for you correct okay so i have two thoughts one it's fucking awesome and you should use it however you want like any other tool so uh, if you can increase immersion or value for your your stream or your broadcast or any of your other content by using it, you absolutely should. However, this would be my this would be my warning. Um, something you should work towards as a, a content creator is always uh, creating content that has a specific focus and value for every platform you're producing on um one of the only things that i just copy paste across all my platforms meaning that it's unoriginal um 
and I'm not curating it specifically for the platform, uh, would be the podcast. Okay, so the podcast does it gets put on podcast and then it gets put on anchor, and the description from the podcast is you know the text and tags are the same on Facebook, YouTube, everywhere that they're at. Okay. But if I'm making any other type of content, like if I'm going to make a Facebook post or if I'm going to make an Instagram post or story or if I'm going to go on Snapchat, that content is customized for that platform. And I'm still in the process of learning. You know, I, I'm in the process of being able to implement that uh, consistently. My gut feeling is <laughs> long term, if you crutch too hard on using if that then this on the distribution side, you are going to miss out on fuck tons of value uh, that you could be providing on other platforms simply because the content that you're making doesn't fit that platform 100% mm-hmm. and you're abdicating the educational process necessary to become good um, at making content on another platform simply because you're feeling too lazy to make a custom piece of content for that platform. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it does. Um, so that those are my thoughts on that. Uh, I think it's a great tool. The, the, uh, this guy, <laughs> this thought that, that you have of like using it to implement your hue lights and, and all this other stuff for stream related things to increase the value of your stream. I think that's golden. I think that if you're using it to sort of auto push every single tweet that you ever do to every social media platform in existence, especially since when you do that, uh, and, and I know this from you know my old mindset about distribution and, and the way that I would approach um, social media that I deemed air quotes less important, uh, is that it really divorces you from the interactive core of whatever that platform is. And if you're missing out on the interactive core of that platform, you are missing out on absolutely everything about it. Right. And that, that's kind of where I, I, I stand as well, as where it, it's separating you from that unique interaction. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't know if you, because it's one of those things that I haven't heard mentioned at all, so I just didn't know if you were aware of it. No, yeah, well, uh, I wasn't. Uh, damn it, Bennett, who you brought up, is actually great. He, he just turned me on to a lot of really interesting <laughs> yes. uh, uh, things that you can use for your stream. Uh, I, am, I am a huge fan of automation at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, because it does allow you to put content everywhere. So my, my warning is, you know, on a practical level, should you use it to get your content out everywhere if you don't have time? Uh, absolutely. Do I think you actually don't have enough time? No, I think that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that I think that we all have a fuck ton of time. Like uh, I use this example. I run a coffee company. I run a million dollar charity <laughs> event as the charity director. Uh, I'm growing a third business. I stream full time. I do YouTube and a podcast and I still have time every day to sit down and make custom fucking graphics for Instagram, uh, uh, for Instagram stories that people look at for three seconds because yep. I know that that has more impact value uh, than just redistributing a piece of content. Right. Yeah. And, and side note, your uh, your Instagram graphics are an inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, that's and I'm not a I'm not a, a super crafty or 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 a intelligent person when it comes to design. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I practice what I preach. I've I've been taking time over the past month to learn about graphic design so that I could start doing that myself because I was fucking sick and tired of waiting for other people to do things other for people. me. Exactly. Yeah, um, that's, that's literally my goal for today was to whole rebrand and everything before 2018 so i'm right in the middle of it this is my break (laughs) yeah 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 um you know so (laughs) and for those of you who are are listening is like what did broman just shit on instagram stories no i fucking love them (laughs) that's why i'll spend 30 minutes designing something that you look at for four seconds because i see the value proposition there um and i see the value of the platform so this has been an awesome conversation, Hidden, and I didn't really realize I'll, I'll, I'll go long term on this. I think that automation is awesome, uh, but I think long term it can decrease value because it divorces mm-hmm. you from the, the sensitivity to the environment you're posting in. Um, mm-hmm. And my, my challenge to all of you is try and remove as much automation as you can from your process so that you're actually in there doing it. And I think that folks that lean heavy on automation instead of time investment and maybe creating a workflow to make sure you hit each of your points every single day, uh, I think the people that lean really heavy on automation are going to suffer in the over the long term in the next four or five years. I mean, there's definitely a sweet spot. And the the, the way I look at it is uh, some advice I got back when I was a, a, a yee boy from... Uh, scrooge mcduck you always want to uh to work harder um or work smarter not harder and yeah there's definitely things to make it easier to automate and then others that you want to still have that that connection with absolutely um, coming directly from you um and yeah the that's really most of the questions i had um i'll I'll leave it up to to anybody else to to answer some more (laughs) that i may have that i haven't thought of um and uh i'll Oh, and just a shout out, I guess, for myself, kind of, to where keep an eye out on that um, that Excel sheet. It is live and editable. Yeah, so. um, that's something that I wanted to make sure we hit before uh, the end of this. Uh, you know how everybody in chat, you know how I always ask you to do things for me, uh, uh, and and there's it's it is a long term strategy, okay? <laughs> because the person that shows up on my feed and says, "Hey, I did this for you. Do you like it?" Uh, is the person that I want to work with long term. Hidden is one of those people for, I'll say a month and a half. I was asking, you know, I was like, Hey, if any of you want to set up like a Google doc that has a list of all of the people who are, uh, who are interested or who have ever been on the stream and all of their shout outs and things like that. Um, he, he actually did it. <laughs> and, um, you know, I really appreciate that out of him. It's one of the reasons why I grabbed him specifically out of the chat room for this. Um, And I just, I really, you know, I challenge you. I am a huge fan of somebody who takes initiative and that initiative is usually rewarded long-term. So I appreciate hidden a lot. I'm really trying to figure out a way to pay him back, but he fucking won't let me. (laughs) I already offered like three things. He's like, no, nah, I don't need that, man. I don't need that, man. I don't need that, man. So I'm I'm, I'm probably just going to end up the promoting the living fuck out of his stream for a month or something like that. But uh, either way, 
Hidden is a perfect example of somebody who took some initiative and like that's why oh. he's on the podcast right now. Um, and in addition to that, disregard that link. <laughs> uh, that's one of the reasons why he's on the podcast right now. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with him on a lot of stuff in the future. And if I have something that needs text formatting or or or, or efficient production on that side going forward, he's the first person I'm going to fucking ask. So awesome. He is the yeah, he didn't know that until right now, by the way, uh, <laughs> he is he is a he is a proof case of doing something for free, which I know a lot of you like to argue about doing something for free, providing long term value for himself. There you go. So go ahead and shout yourself oh. out one more time or wherever, wherever everyone can find you. And then I will, you know, I will we'll go on to the next person. I just got timed out. But uh, yeah, it's just twitch.tv slash H-I-D-D-N-E-N. Um, and you can find me anywhere and everywhere at, at the same tag, H-I-D-D-N-E-N. It's hidden in um, new stuff coming out for 2018. Hopefully. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much, my guy. Hey, thanks for doing this, bud. I appreciate it. I think you have a great one. Yeah. <laughs> I was so ready for him to get on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh he's a great guy so yeah uh there's the there's the google doc and chat i'm gonna try and hyperlink that along with all the podcast episodes in the future uh i just ha- i just haven't taken the time to go in and and do the html shit on the, the podcast tags but yeah you'll have that start looking for that below the podcast episodes it'll be a google drive link that you can click and it will have Every single person who has ever been on the podcast, either as a guest or as a question asker, for you to go check out in the future. Um, <sighs> this is a Demonizer H2O. Hello, friend. What's up? What's up, pro bro? How you doing, my dude? I am doing good. Fantastic. What can I do for you today? So, I'm small time streamer um cool i do it not not for very many hours a day because i have a daughter and my fiance works and i work as well um i was recently in a flood back in july i was on vacation when it happened so i lost pretty much everything that what? sucks yes it does <laughs> um i just recently got me a new pc built what um what camera would you recommend best setting for what do you mean like starting out or just in general, like if I wanted to purchase a camera to stream with, which one would you recommend most? Sure. Uh, well, you got a couple options right now. Uh, the 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 Logitech uh, C920 or 920C, I always forget where the letter goes, is kind of like a, a gold standard. A lot of broadcasters have used that for a long time. That is about um, that is about a hundred dollars dollaroos. Um, uh, but a new camera just came out from Razer that I, I like. It's called Kyo, K-Y-R-O or Kiro or something like that. Uh, but it is actually, uh, so it's a USB webcam. It can do 60 FPS uh, at 720p, which is great. But it also has a light ring built into it. Okay. So the light ring that's built into it. Uh, allows you to use it not only as a webcam when you're getting started, but the lighting is going to make you look awesome. 
And then if you ever decide to go with a green screen, the lighting is perfect because it's coming from the camera source to perfectly green screen you on a background so you don't have to spend like $100 in photography lighting. Okay. See, I just actually bought a green screen not too long ago. Yeah. Well, Um, then I would definitely recommend picking it up. Okay. That's Cairo. All right. Cool. Um, So your, how do you... uh, your viewership is really big, obviously. I love watching your streams. Sure. What's, um, what's your best approach to post on social media for, you know, to promote that you're starting your stream? Like, what, what's the best way to promote that via the social medias? Uh, pay attention to the type of content that performs best on that media platform and produce content directly for that. So on Instagram... Or, or sorry, not Instagram. On Instagram, doing a doing a story with a swipe up is is great. Um, you know, I always like to do like if any of you came from the Instagram story today, it was a really high energy post. I was like, it's the last fucking you know, ask bro man of, of 2017 that we're doing right now. And uh you should tune in right now, swipe up. And then I, you know, posted a link. I, I realized not everyone has swipe up capability. Uh I think you have to have ten thousand followers and then link it to a business account, which is not hard to do anyone who is out there and you're a broadcaster, your Facebook and Instagram should already be a business account. Literally all you have to do is link it and click that you want to. Um, so, you know, that's what I did for Instagram. Uh, for, for Twitter, I usually just tweet that I'm live because Twitter's kind of like a bulletin board. Um, best practice on Twitter would probably be design a, a little custom piece of content that lets people know that you're going live, whether it's a GIF, a clip of your stream, a clip of whatever you're going to be playing today, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, curating the content so that it matches the platform is probably the best thing you can do uh, when you're talking about going live. Anything that adds more value to that post other than the information that you are streaming. Okay. Does that make um, sense? Yeah, that makes a total sense, actually. My, my little post would just some small, like, Hey, I started my stream. Come hang out. Come chat. You know, things like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah, so I'm not a, I'm not very big. I think I have like, I think my highest views were like 10. Um, it was back in one of the Telltale games. Anyway, um, so I also have a question about the Elgato. I heard you talking about it with yeah. uh, Hidden there. And what would, what would you say would be the best for PC gaming? As in... Should I look at getting the the pro, the one that like you put into your PC, or should I just go with like the box, the um, the little like oval box one? Uh, if you've got a slot, going into PC would be huge. Um, so so like the the Elgato HD sixty is the onboard card. Um, yeah. Having an onboard card with an onboard encoder is huge because it offloads a lot of the CPU. Uh, necessary uh, to do encoding so it might allow you to push a higher or a a better encoding profile and uh, and in doing so uh, you'll have a better quality stream so I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of any sort of onboard card that you can you can make or manage because if you do that onboard card you're going to be able to uh, you'll just be able to have a higher quality stream. USB cards require more CPU usage. Sorry, the HD60 Pro is the card I was talking about. 
Okay, so I have I have room on my PC for a card slot that the Elgato one that they sell that you put into your PC and then you hook the HDMI up to it. Yeah, I do have room for those. Yeah, yeah. if you've got a PCIe <laughs> slot and onboard and onboard cards, great. Elgato's good. Magewell's good. Okay, and then my next question is more about like I don't want to say what should I stream, but what is like the best in quality wise to get viewers? Is it front? Is it like shooters? Is it speed runs? Is it like survival uh, games? Things I mean, like that. To preface on this question, it's whatever you feel like you produce your best content on. Okay. Okay. So if mm-hmm. you're the most engaged with chat when you're playing a shooter, it's shooters. If you're the most engaged engaged with um with RTS games, it's RTS games. Whatever helps you produce your best content. So that is first and primary. Okay. It doesn't matter which one's statistically the best. Fuck that. Um, your content has to have quality. And then that is what that matters first. So you pick whatever makes the best quality content for you. Then step two, you figure out which which one of those things is underrepresented in the entire market of content. So the the advice that I give a lot of people, and this is this is directly from uh, the thoughts of you know my management team about encouraging people to stream specific games, is you find a game that is being purchased at a high rate but streamed at a low rate. Ten thousand people are buying this game every day. Nobody is streaming it on Twitch. You should stream it because you are part of the purchasing process. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes uh, yeah a whole lot. That's it. <laughs> that is the mean, that yeah. is the entire answer, my friend. Awesome, awesome. Um, and then my last question would have to be: um, your earbuds that you actually use. Yeah. What are those? Bose Sound Sport in ears. And are they wired? Are they the yeah, wired? They're ones wired. Or wireless? Yeah. Wired. Okay, uh, that's what I thought. I saw I saw them on there, and I saw that most of them were wireless. I didn't. I couldn't find any wired ones. Yeah. Well, they might they might be done making the wired ones. I have no idea. I know everybody's trying to transition to wireless because that's sort of where the the audio market is at. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Indeed. Um. But yeah, those are those are all my big questions. I appreciate it a lot for you uh, letting me come. I, I've actually wanted to talk to you. I know so you long. hit me up on Twitter a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just You're I always want to get in there, man, and I, I appreciate that. You know, you want to you want the answers and I've been trying to answer you for a long time on Twitter completely as or as completely as possible. And I haven't been able to. So I'm yeah. happy to have been able to do it now. So I'm hoping 2018 will be my year for streaming. Um, really, really hoping to get everything after the flood. I'm working on getting everything. Back. Yeah, man, for sure. I think the last thing is my camera and the Elgato and then I'm set. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, and and I'll just I'll, I'll I'll end it with this: don't put don't put arbitrary goals on yourself. Uh, the the podcast episode that I put out this morning, if you if if any of you had a chance to listen to it, it is it is the focus that I'm going into uh, on what 2018 is um, fuck numbers, focus on people, okay? Like mm-hmm. close your eyes, don't look at your numbers, don't give a shit about them, okay? Focus on the people that are there. Um, that was the mindset I went into with this podcast. Okay. I wasn't doing this because everyone was like, do a fucking podcast. I'll listen to it. You'll get a million listeners. And I was like, fucking those numbers are great. I did this (laughs) podcast. Um, I did this podcast 
because I wanted to actually sit down with my viewers, give them true, complete answers to the questions they have about the content they're making or the small businesses that they're starting or anything that I have any scope of knowledge on uh, and, and, and focus on the people that are there and not the numbers. Numbers are great, but especially when you're starting out, uh, every number you fucking look at when you're starting from zero is going to demotivate you. Yeah. Uh, Every single time you look at your numbers, it's going to make you want to eat glass and give up. But (laughs) like, don't don't put arbitrary number goals on yourself. Don't give a shit about how many people are watching or how many people are in reaction, how many they are. Care about who actually is interacting. Care about the person who hits the like button on your tweet. Care about the person who responds uh, on Instagram. Care about every single one of those people. Reply back. Let them know that you noticed it. Say thank you. Um, It does so much. And this is applicable to every single fucking market, period. When we started Kings Coast, I don't operate the, the Twitter account. That's Pete and Wayne. And I told them, I said, you know, we can do announcements on the Twitter account, but everything on our Twitter account for Kings Coast is interacting with the people, doing tech support, and saying thank you to every motherfucking person that ever buys our coffee and tweets at us. Uh, because that is where the value is. You know, these are people who are taking time out of their day to pay attention to you or buy your product and take a risk with their time that they probably already know. They already know they could go somewhere else and they could get value and they could have a good time. You know, if they watched streamer X or Y, but they decided to come take a chance on you and like the the gratitude of the recognition of that is going to take you so far. So please, you know, it, it's if 2018 is your year. If 2018 is your year, that's awesome. But if it isn't, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, uh, yeah. it takes a long time. You know, it takes patience and patience doesn't mean wait an hour. It means wait a decade. You know, so I I'm and this is I'm not telling you this because I think you're going to be unsuccessful. I'm telling you this because I don't want anybody to self-sabotage. You know, I care about you and I want you to be successful. Go out there, focus on the people that are there and it will pay off huge. I promise you. Yes, I do a lot of the extra life events, so I'm always doing those charity streams Absolutely. charity st- charity streams are awesome and they're great but i'm talking i'm not talking about giving back to people i'm talking uh you know in a financial way i'm talking about giving back to them on a personal level saying thank you is huge okay. you know um, I, more- I i yeah. i you know charity streams are great but charity is expected all right and that's that sounds shitty to say and i realize that but it is you know if you give back everyone's like good for you good for you pat on the back People expect that, um, especially of broadcasters, because charity is such a huge part of Twitch's culture. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, my God, you're doing a charity stream. That's so kind of you. It's, oh, you're doing this charity stream. Dope. I like it. When are you doing 100 more? Um, so the, like, the value isn't there. The value is in when you personally say thank you for people taking time to check out you. Uh, yeah. You feel me? I get yeah, I feel you. Honey. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we end real quick, for somebody who's a part-time worker like myself, what would you say would be the minimum hours to stream for someone that's like part-time? Every worker? second that you're like, not at work. Okay. 
Right, that's what I kind of figured. I kind of figured your, if it's your if it's your dream, it is every second that you're not at work. Okay. Yeah. But yep, that's it. Thanks a whole lot, Pro Bro. I love you, dude. Thank you so much for for tuning in and asking. And you can always reach me reach out on me on reach out to me on Twitter. That's one of the reasons when I saw you in here, I grabbed you. I was like, this guy's been like two weeks. Like, I got to get him on here. <laughs> um, but you can always reach out and I'll always answer your questions, man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya. All right. We got uh, we got about 10 more minutes. We got time for one more caller. Um, One more caller today. So we're going to grab for the last one of the year. We're going to grab Captain Tullis. Captain hey, bro, Tullis. man. Hey, Captain Tullis, what's up? I got 10 minutes. What can I do for you? All right. Well, good. I got two short questions. Hot. So <laughs> so my first one is I know with the new Monster Hunter coming out, uh, yes, it's sir. definitely something you're interested in. And I yes, am sir. too. Yes, what sir. What platform are you mainly going to be playing on? Because I would love to hunt some monsters. Okay. So I got two <laughs> answers for you. Um, I'm obviously going to play where it's coming out first. So, uh, you know, I will be on console for that. For those of you who are mm-hmm. listening and you don't know, Monster Hunter is launching on PC, but it is a later date. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to be on that. And then uh, I don't know. Uh, me and, and a lot of the folks I stream with have been talking about where we're going to be starting. Uh, if the Xbox One X does true 60 FPS at 1080p, I'm mm-hmm. going to be on that. Uh, if not, I'll probably be on PlayStation. Okay. All right. Definitely. And then my second question, which sort of got answered with Hidden, uh, to give to give some context, um, I was somebody who was reaching out to you one of the days, I forget what it was, about a week or two ago, where you said you had the idea of possibly hiring an editor or something like that. And Hiring an editor. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me that's something that I love to do is editing in general. And I'm not trying to make a, a, a sort of job play it or anything. No, go at, ahead, dude. I, fine. I don't care. It's <laughs> your course. shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> but I mean, my, my general thing is me being dyslexic. I have a hard, hard time getting context from text. I mean, I'm one of those people who get them all jumbled up. Like words literally become. Like, have you, you tried say, speed reading? This is totally as someone who's dyslexic. Have you tried speed reading? Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> have, no, have you tried speed reading? So it didn't help you. No, I've, it helps I've me tried, a lot. I've tried, I've tried so many ways to get it all to just fix, but it's come down to nothing. But like, okay, I see an M, A, Q, and L, not like just, I know this jumbled nonsense of letters gotcha. that it's most likely A or B and given, given the context and tone, probably this. But as somebody who's dyslexic, I have a far easier time with, you know, voice to voice communication. Sure, and sure, so sure. my big thing is just, how so far for the little video stuff that I've been sending towards you for the media stuff that you've been wanting to do, like what's, what's your like thought process? I know, you know, definitely somebody who takes initiative Mm -hmm. is somebody who clearly is going to be somebody you're wanting to focus on. Yeah. But, but for me, I personally, I got no clue for the context or anything like that. I'm trying to do my best from what I can see and hear (laughs) from, from your streams. I mean, so when I like, like one of the things I want to see with 2018 is I, I really want to focus on Instagram a lot um, mm-hmm. because I like the way storytelling works there. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I <laughs> when I'm looking for an editor, I'm I'm looking for somebody who already knows how to do whatever I want at a high skill level because I don't have time mm-hmm. to teach. Uh, mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I have time to execute on everything that I do. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I have time to give feedback occasionally on what I want, but like I don't have time to teach somebody this is what I'm looking for or this is the standard on Instagram. Like I need someone yeah. who already understands that shit. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. So I, my I recommendation is, is if you're trying to contextualize uh, and you really want to work for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. go on Instagram and obsessively watch every single piece of video content you can ever fucking find on there so that you understand the context of the medium and then take something that I've done, make it, make it using that knowledge and present it to me. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Cause yeah, I know, I know for <laughs> that's how you for, hack my brain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so far just from, from, you know, spending every hour at, um, at home re- going over your podcast, trying to find a little highlight points. It's like, all right, I think I'm doing exactly what they're telling me, but I'm pretty uh, sure for me, I'll tell you, all right, all right, all right. For me, I'll tell you Instagram inspirational focus is what i want i want to i i uh the the shit that i need repopulated on that platform isn't like haha look at this funny moment because humor is not what i'm angling for on that what i'm angling for on instagram is an intense and incredible amount of value for anybody who follows that feed um Mm -hmm. you know so for video stuff you know it's a minute of video me talking about something i'm passionate about any clip from where we <laughs> any one minute yeah. of the conversation I just had with demonizer would be an example. Yeah, I figured I figured as much, you know, trying to think, oh, man, what part should I choose this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's something that I'm definitely I'll definitely take a look at because I mean, one of the things <laughs> is, you know, you were saying a little bit ago, it's like working for me of all people, like clearly there might be better people out there. But I, I like I like the idea of you are clearly, as as you say, like somebody who has sway or pull in a community, whether to be selling a product for advertisers or whatever. Yes, I am but an influencer. Also, that is correct. Exactly. Influencer. <laughs> that's what I was looking that's for. That's the that's the marketing but, term for me. Yeah. Got it. But but with that, one of the things it's like, yeah, clearly you influenced my life in a matter. Like to, to put it in perspective, I, I saw this one meme or whatever, or some artsy fartsy thing where it was like some guy, a picture, a sad picture of like, oh man, this girl was a chapter in my life and I was only a sentence in her. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like, oh, okay, I see, I see the issue there per se. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like it's far more humbling to turn it around where it's like, you've been a chapter in my life. So I would love to just be a sentence in yours. Something because where you, the more time you have to influence people, especially in a, a platform like this with podcasting, it gives all that much more for people like me as well as other people who aren't there like where I'm at yet to, to understand things and really move forward. So with it, I mean, it's something that motivates me, especially to do things like this. Thank you uh, for such an incredible fucking compliment. Um, (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, that's, that's very kind of you, man. And I mean, yeah, like that's the, I mean, that's the, that's the, you, you get the vision. I mean, that's, that's why I'm trying to offload. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm trying to offload some of the stuff that I do every day. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I really like, I don't fuck, I'll do, I'll do it all my fucking self. I don't give a shit. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, clearly you will (laughs) where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it all myself. Um, but the more time that I have that I don't have to spend, doing something where there's someone else who's maybe better at it or more passionate about it than I am editing in particular. Mm-hmm. I would rather chop off a toe, um, yeah. you know, uh, allows me 
to focus more on other things that I know I have a higher skill level at to produce a larger amount of return. But I, I refuse to compromise um, distribution mm-hmm. just because it's hard for me. Um, so thank you. And yeah, I I look forward to whatever the next thing you send into my email. <laughs> oh, all right. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah, you're you're an incredible guy. Captain Tullis, do you want to shout out uh, everywhere where these folks can find you? And then we'll wrap yes. up for 2017. So normally I'm found everywhere. Uh, Captain Tullis, same word, Captain, T-U-L-U-S. T-U-L-U-S, um, I re- all right. I recently started up a Twitter but decided to go something a little more mainstream which would be practically my uh, my real name. Uh, you can find me. Let me pull it up here since I'm not exactly sure what it says. Uh, it's at Joshua uh, Brulette, uh, which spelling brulette is like the word roulette, like Russian roulette, but with a B in front. Okay. Uh, although Twitter cuts me off at the first E, so it's B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E. Gotcha. Joshua Brulette. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank it was a pleasure. Thank you for sharing. You have, I hope a, to go on. you have a fantastic I'll, day. <laughs> you too. Have a good one. Bye, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow, what a hell of a way to end the year. Um, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Ask Bro Man, uh, episode 26. Uh, thank you for listening all this year. Next year, I promise we're going to bring the fucking fire, the heat. You're listening to this on the first day of the new year. Um. I appreciate each and every one of you uh, for listening. Uh, If you're new and this is your first time or if you've been listening for a while and you haven't, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. I promise uh, you will not regret it and you'll be my super ultra best friend. Um, If you want to check out any of my other socials, they're they're below. I always reply to my DMs on Instagram uh, and I love interacting with people on Twitter. uh, So I'll see you around there. Uh, I hope that 2018 is everybody's best year. Thank you so much. Final shout out uh, for the the gentleman that uh, did not shout himself out. His name is Demonizer H two O. Please go follow him on Twitch and uh, and do all that good stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, I love you, each and every one of you. I appreciate you. And here's to an incredible 2018. That is a wrap for Ask Bro Man for the year. Thank you so much. I love you. Peace. <laughs>